0: I am very excited about tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night. The Aussies taking on South Africa in the uh, second of the semifinals of the Cricket World Cup, guys. Uh, Katie, I can tell you're ecstatic
1: about it. Oh, that. I'm up and about You are. If you, want to get, <laughs> if you want to get really wrapped up for it, the Howie Games podcast he has got a special World Cup tour diary edition, which is an eight-parter. It is fantastic. And the man himself, Mark Howard, with us right now in the Rush Hour. Thanks, gang. Lovely to speak to you guys as always from Kolkata. From Calcutta, yeah, talk to me about it. Um, is it scorching hot there at the moment? Tell us about the conditions. Yeah, well, Katie, I reckon I've been here seven times, probably three times in the last three weeks and four times during the IPL later on in the year, and every day you get up in Calcutta and it's 39 degrees and oh, sunny and hot, and no. there was all sorts of rumours that there was going to be rain tomorrow for the Australia-South Africa game, which was causing my South African friends to be jumping around with joy and the Aussies <laughs> to go, oh, no, but the good news is the weather has apparently cleared and we, unless something unbelievable happens in the Bay of Bengal, um, we'll be good to go tomorrow, which is exciting.
0: Ah, How good's that? Tell us about India. For those people that don't know, like it's where in Australia we prepare for an AFL grand final and obviously there's so much going on. But what's India like right now preparing for a a semi-final with India obviously in it, but then obviously a World Cup final and I'm sure the locals will be hoping that their team's in it as well.
1: Well, it's hard to describe, mate. Like, that's what I've tried to do this tour diary, to try and explain to people what goes on behind the scenes in cricket and commentary, but also the love for cricket in this part of the world. So, you know, the, the viewing figures are just ridiculous. Uh, but the pressure on the home side, who have won nine straight and look absolutely... um unbeatable they've got 1.2 1.3 1.4 billion people supporting them so Mm. it's, it's a fair load to carry so everywhere you go people are playing cricket everywhere you go people want to talk about cricket for um, someone that loves cricket like me, it's just it's joy because cricket is on every station, in every paper, on everybody's lips. And with India playing in a semi final today, uh, that is all that you'll see on any news channel, any sports channel. It is cricket, cricket, cricket. It's outstanding. What's pre-game meal like? I mean, I, I, what they would eat here? Does it change from over there? The food's outstanding. People have these stereotypes of India from 1978. Mm, And, oh, what's the airports like? And what are the hotels like? And what are the food like? Let me tell you, uh, every flight is on time. In fact, some flights leave. I had a flight yesterday that left 10 minutes early. Um, The food is outstanding. I've never been sick here. It's very, it is delicious. And the hotels, I'm staying at a hotel in Kolkata now, which is as nice a hotel as I've ever stayed in. So for anyone that thinks... India is rough and tough and you're going to get sick and it's going to be a nightmare travelling. I could not be further from the truth. It is an advanced, wonderfully efficient, beautiful, friendly country. Sure, you walk out in the streets and you see stuff, you think, holy heck, that bloke's got it pretty tough, but it is a country that embraces you and looks after you. I could not speak of it more highly.
0: Now, um, Howie, I was actually, uh, your name got brought up in a conversation I had uh, late last week, so I was chatting with, uh, <laughs> with Nat Fife. <laughs> he, uh, he lives on the same street as me. I hadn't seen him for sort of four yeah. or five weeks, and I said, uh, how was your little break? And he said, went to India. That was great. But he said the highlight was going surfing with Howie. You <gasps> <He> went surfing <laughs> with Nat Fife. Tell us how all that unfolded.
1: Well, we met many a year ago, um, and we bonded over surfing, myself and the, the great uh, man from Lake Grace, and we'd, we'd sort of said over the years if we ever get the opportunity to go at the same time, and to be fair, he's normally having shoulder recos or knee issues, so he can't do anything post-season, but I was planning on coming away prior to India. So, yeah, we went to a place in the Tello Islands, myself and two mates from... Home and Fifey, he was great company. He's an intelligent man, as you know. He's a deep-thinking man. But I tell you, when you're on a surf trip with Nat Fife and it's 33 degrees and the water's 29 (laughs) and you have to have your shirt off all day, it's a tough match-up. Wow. Sitting next to old muscles on the boat, yeah. and you're like, oh, no. Please, no, and people say, let's take a photo of the boat. You'd be like, no, yeah. let's not take a photo Someone of me, give me my with no yeah. shirt on.
0: Howie's all yeah. about slip, slop, slap. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: uh, Howie, uh, who's the better surfer, though? Like, be honest, are you a better surfer than Nat 5? No, we're both terrible, and Nat will tell you that as well. We're both battlers that try hard. He's got a certain style and grace. To him, um, where I probably don't have that. I was the one that hit the bottom and ended up with stitches, and he didn't. So, oh, So, yeah, he's, he's probably he's probably got me covered. But uh, true story for Fremantle fans, at one stage we were having a surf, uh, and I was looking around. It was quite big, and I was like, where's Nat? And we were like, oh, where's Fifey? Is he okay? And there he is on the beach... And he'd found a piece of sort of vine rope in the middle of the jungle, and he had tied it to a log. And he was doing quad sprints up and down a beach <laughs> on 34 degree day in the Tallow Islands. And I thought, there is a man <laughs> that he's
0: set for a massive season yeah. for the Dolphins. Oh, there you go. God. That's the reason why the guys won two Brownlow medals and one of the great midfielders to play the game. Who can be bothered? got yeah, on. <laughs> hey um, Australia South Africa now there's a little bit of history between these two teams of course uh, years ago but back in 1999 I think Steve war famously said to a South African fielder that he might have just dropped the world Cup uh, it's yeah. going to be absolutely beautiful um this uh, particular semifinal well
1: that, that, you know they smoked us early on in the in the tournament but as every South African knows, there is concerns about their wonderful, not rugby, but cricket team when it comes to World Cup semi-finals. So <laughs> the great fear for South Africa and all their fans is that Australia bat first, post a decent total, and they have to chase, which they've struggled to do historically. They've got a bloke at the top of the order, Quinton de Kock, who's just going as well as anyone. Um, if I reckon if we can post 270, 280, which is not a big score in this World Cup, it'll put them under enormous pressure. But we need to get wickets with the new ball, which has been a struggle. Zamp has been outstanding. I watched Maxwell live in Mumbai um, when he made his 200 and it is the most incredible cricket innings I've ever seen. So we've got the batting depth. If we can get some early wickets, I reckon we get the job done. And then, you know, who knows out of India or New Zealand, but Australia, India would be just a huge, huge event. Hey, Howie, just quickly, yesterday we spoke to a guy who said he went to a cricket match, he got really drunk and accidentally fell off a baluster, landed on an ice cream cart um, and luckily was, you know, hurt himself. But um, you would see a lot of drunken antics, I can imagine, (laughs) at uh, cricket games all around the world. Have you seen
0: anything like that before?
1: So you had Maxie on the show, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm only
0: joking.
1: No, it's pretty good here. It's pretty good. Um, it's, uh, you know, cricketers generally do spend time around the bar. That's retired cricketers and commentators, mm. but um, a lot of travel. So, no, keeping it pretty low-key. Um, although I'll, I'll leave you with a story. Uh, I was having dinner last night with Aaron Finch, having a couple of quiet beers, and someone told us Mick Jagger was in the restaurant, huh? to which I said to Aaron Finchy. He loves cricket. You're a former Australian captain. You need to go in there and somehow get an introduction. And in the most courageous thing I've ever seen Aaron Finch do, on or off the field, he walked in and he got us an introduction and a handshake with Mick Jagger, and he even had the nuts to get a selfie with him. So um, oh, next time oh, you speak seat. to Aaron Finch, you might have seen him do some amazing things on the <laughs> cricket field. What he did last night here in Kolkata was 12 out of 10. Uh, oh, he's that's got the moves, you, moves like nah.
0: Jagger. Oh, You're an absolute star, <laughs> How we Appreciate your time on the rush hour, mate. We'll let you go, and good luck with the call.
1: Cheers, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great hour.